May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Jesus announces his mission at the end of our gospel lesson this morning, saying, The Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Have you ever been lost? Physically lost in a crowd, short in stature like Zacchaeus, not able to see what you're looking for, with no available sycamore tree to climb and gain perspective. Or maybe you feel lost right now as you look out on our country and our world. The violence and the negativity. It's easy for us to get lost and wonder, where am I? Or maybe you've been lost in a spiritual, emotional sense, trying to live into a new normal. After a major life transition or stress, you may feel a bit disoriented, even a little paralyzed, wondering, who am I? And what do I do now? My friend Tom Lewis shared a powerful story with me and with others on a retreat a few weeks ago in North Carolina. I talked with Tom this week and I told him that I was using this story this morning and he said he hopes it goes well with you today. And I think that it will. Tom, if you're watching, hello and good morning and thank you again. Imagine a thick fog a small boat, and a large body of water. Tom and his brother had planned to enjoy a day of fishing together, and they had checked the weather before they left home. The fog was supposed to lift by 9 a.m. But instead of lifting, the dense cloud settled in around Tom and his brother in the boat on the water and the radio equipment on their boat did not work as they tried to call for help when they realized the situation that they were in. Tom and his brother couldn't see anything around them and they worried that they might be in the direct path of a bigger boat that couldn't see them. Tom said he sat in the back of the boat praying, knowing that he was going to die. And then Tom's brother remembered his friend, a shrimper, and he called him on his cell phone and he told him what was happening. This friend, the shrimper, was working on the water that day. Imagine their relief as they heard him say these powerful words, I see you on the radar. There are no boats around you. I will guide you to the next buoy and back to shore. The shrimper saw Tom and his brother's boat on the radar and he helped them navigate from one buoy to the next. 
until they were safely back on dry land. The shrimper knew the way. He saw the way, and he gave them directions, one buoy at a time. Tom laughed as he shared this story, added, adding that he hasn't been back on the water with his brother since. <laughs> Luke's gospel lesson today reminds us of good news that Jesus came to seek out and to save the lost. Jesus seeks out Zacchaeus up in a tree and saves him from his outcast life of a dishonest tax collector. The story of Zacchaeus is found only in Luke's Gospel and il illustrates an example of Jesus' concern for the least, the last, and the lost. Luke emphasizes Jesus' ministry to those who are excluded, the Samaritans, the Gentiles, women, the poor, and tax collectors like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus knows that Jesus is passing through his hometown of Jericho. And Jesus has a reputation of being a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Zacchaeus wants to see who this Jesus is, but he is lost in the crowd, so he runs ahead to climb up in a tree. And as it turns out, Jesus is looking for Zacchaeus. Jesus sees Zacchaeus on the radar, and he stops his journey for this one lost soul. He knows all about Zacchaeus and his unpopular role as a rich tax collector. Jesus, no doubt, is familiar with the dishonest ta tax-collecting system of the day. How strongly the crowd dislikes Zacchaeus and how alone he must be. And yet Jesus seeks out and chooses Zacchaeus. Instead of condemning him and his wealth, Jesus honors Zacchaeus and his home as he invites himself to be a guest. Zacchaeus has grown accustomed to hearing the crowds grumbling in his presence. He hurries down from the branch and declares to Jesus his intent to give to the poor and pay back four times anyone he has cheated. Today, Jesus responds, salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. Jesus' claim welcomes Zacchaeus in as a member of Abraham's family, no longer alone and lost in a grumbling crowd. Jesus reminds us today, too, that no one is outside of his seeking and attention. All are seen on his radar, and all are invited into a relationship 
of acceptance and love, forgiveness and grace. All are included at this table. Just like our banner out front says, you belong, all are welcome. Sometimes we don't even know we're lost. We stumble blindly through the motions of life, bouncing from one unintentional choice to another, totally unaware that we are living in a fog. We wake up one morning and we think, holy mackerel, how did I get here? Who is this crowd I'm hanging out with? What job am I doing? How do I get out of this? One of the things I love about Tom's story, when we realize we're lost and we call out for help, we hear language that we can understand. When we're ready, Jesus gives us directions that are clear. Sometimes, I have to add, sometimes they're clear. Sometimes they're not so clear. The shrimper spoke boat navigational words to Tom and to his brother, one buoy at a time. Now, I have no sense of direction, especially if I were out on the water, so the shrimper's words would have meant nothing to me. But I trust that Jesus knows that some of us may better understand helpful words coming from a friend's suggestion or encouragement. Or maybe receiving a dream, the message of a dream that's showing us a different path. And some of us are best guided by a divine two by four. <laughs> no matter where we find ourselves today, Jesus sees us on the radar and knows exactly where we are, whether lost in a crowd, up in a tree, or out on the water. And Jesus knows just what language to use to help us navigate safely from one buoy to the next. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.